Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. For a lot of us in the Gaines Nation, ooh, I like that. The Gaines Nation, we're familiar with crypto, NFTs, and investments, and we understand how to dabble in all of this and how to put crypto in wallets and trade it on various platforms. But what if something happened to you? What if you died? What if you got seriously injured and you you would need somebody's help to have access to your cryptocurrency? Do you have a plan? A lot of people don't think about this, but even a little crypto now could be worth a vast fortune in the future. And that's what we're talking about today on the GAINS podcast. Cryptocurrency estate planning. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is GAINS. Let's bring on Bill Uliveri, one of our regulars on the Gains podcast, one of our key crypto guys. He's owner of Seneca Capital Management in Glenview. The website is always SenecaCapital.com. Uh, Seneca, C-E-N-A-C-L-E, Capital.com. Hey, Bill, always glad to have you on the Gains podcast. Oh, Andy, things are excellent. Thanks for, for having me on again. This is the best part of my day. Mine, too. We all hear about these stories of people who've died and had vast crypto holdings and their you know family can't get a hold of it. You've probably heard this firsthand as well. Sure. Boy, it's Andy, you know, this is this is really a tough question because in traditional finance, you have an IRA or 401k that permits you to establish a set of beneficiaries. Or if you are a Fidelity or Schwab, TD Ameritrade, you can complete something called a trusted contact or trusted advisor form, which lets the broker dealer know who to contact in case there's been a hack on your account or maybe there's something, you know, maybe there's an issue with some activity in your own account that seems kind of suspicious. Like, who do they call? And, you know, you and I were briefly having a conversation about this just, you know, with like 30 seconds left to a day. And all these things just came back to me, like this world of cryptocurrency and decentralized finance and wallets and Coinbase and Grayscale products and all this stuff doesn't really have that infrastructure behind it that makes it easy to do or or we even we even forget to do it in normal estate planning. So really, when you think about it. Are, are when we have a cryptocurrency wallet or you have a Coinbase account, and I'm just using that as an example, you have to have an SMS 
you know, enable. So you receive a six digit code to get into your account. What if you have Google Authenticator on your phone, which lets you in maybe your exchange where you're trading, your password, um, you know, a, a PIN number for your phone, a PIN number for your cryptocurrency wallet. Do you have enough, enough ETH, enough ETH to use as gas fees to transfer money from a wallet to, you know, the, whoever's taking care of your estate planning? Uh, you know, do you have a trusted contact listed? Where's the seed phrase, like the 12 or 24 word seeds to recreate your wallet? Where is your safety deposit box? What, you know, what's your username and password for your Coinbase account? Do you have access to an email account? Because usually when you log into your Coinbase account or another wallet and it doesn't recognize the IP address, it sends a safety secure message saying, we're going to send this to our email address of record to make sure that we can verify that you are who you are because we don't recognize this device. Like all of a sudden, it's super complicated, you know, to be able to do proper inheritance planning. And so I think that would just make a, an excellent topic for today's show. And you often cite this cryptocurrencies. It really gives people more freedom. But as you always mention, with freedom comes great responsibility. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's the the nice thing about, you know, the freedom and, and things being decentralized. And that's, you know, one of the benefits we often talk about. But as you just mentioned, it is a totally different animal for cryptocurrency in a, in a lot of cases, especially when you have wallets and, and, and you just listed a host of issues that can come up. So if you die or you're seriously injured and you need help from a relative or at least have a relative who's in the know where this stuff is being held, this information is key. So I, I guess, I mean, where do you start? Do you, uh, do you start with a, a spreadsheet? I, I think we've talked about it. Were you the one who told me recently that you've put together a spreadsheet with kind of all yeah. these things and, and you, right. Yeah. So explain that. I think that was a great idea when we were talking about that. I, I mentioned like, you know, how do you keep track of that? And I think you, you would mention you have some kind of spreadsheet. So, so tell me what you do and, and, and advice on, on how to kind of keep all this info together. You know, I, I share a lot of things with, with my wife, but to be honest with you, I don't really share everything that's crypto related because she finds it not that interesting. And so the question is, if I were to get into a car accident or something were to happen to me and my phone was damaged, would she, how could she get, say, you know, the tokens on a wallet? How could she get all this information? So what I did was, and there's only, there's only one book out there that explains it. But if you, if you take this book and you look at the cryptocurrency uh, ideas, and then you kind of pair it with some of traditional estate planning uh, ideas, what I did was, is I created a, a PDF file. And it's a one-page file that I call the Digital Asset Phrase Access Code Spreadsheet, right? It's just, all it does is it has the date, and I keep track of the software or operating system. Is it on an Android app, or is it on an Apple app? Is it on my desktop? Is it on my laptop or on my phone, right? And then what's the PIN code to get into the, into the device? Um, is it, you know, do you have a four-digit code for your phone? Is it a five- or six-digit code for your phone? Just to get into the phone to begin with. So you're doing right. every single step from phone Everything. to computer. I would imagine, you know, if you're, you would do the same thing with email, login, password, that kind of thing as well. So go ahead, continue. So in addition on this one-page sheet, 
it has the asset, which I would call the name of the cryptocurrency. Is it Cardano? Is it Shiba Inu? Is it Dogecoin? And then the name of the wallet that I have uh, on my phone. And let me also say this about that. I know a gentleman who, for security purposes, will have a he'll have assets on his phone. He'll recreate that wallet using the seed phrase on his wife's phone. And if he's and he's successful at recreating it, he deletes both of them and wipes them off both phones because he doesn't want his phone to be uh, ported or hijacked or stolen and for his assets to be, you know, available on the phone. So here's a very smart cybersecurity guy who deletes everything. Right. So basically, he does that because you know, he, that wallet doesn't need to sit on his phone, so he can recreate it when need exactly. be. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, explain that. That's really important to get across. Explain right. that. Right. So he'll buy. He'll initially buy the assets and the digital you know, tokens on his phone. And then what he'll do is he'll try to recreate the wallet and the seed phrase on his wife's phone. And if he's successful, then he knows that he has the 24-word seed phrase or the 12-word seed phrase correct. He has, you know, he's successfully been able to recreate and reconstitute his wallet. So now that he knows that he can do it on his wife's phone, he has pretty much 100% certainty that his heirs will be able to recreate the same thing. All that information to get, because you don't need the actual wallet on the phone as long as you have all the, you know, the seed phrases and the thing we've talked about in the past, you can recreate it, uh, his heirs with that information could recreate as well. That's very smart. Go ahead and continue. And, and so what he'll do is he'll make sure that he can reconstitute his wallet on his wife's phone. And once he's successful at that, he has all the information on this, the same sheet that I'm going to be sharing with you and your audience, if anybody wants to contact me for that. Um, and then he'll delete them off both phones. So imagine this, imagine that a relative were to pick up his phone after a car accident or a health situation by looking at the phone, you would never know that he owned one token, nothing, because nothing's on his phone, but everything is in a safety deposit box or it's locked up in a fireproof box somewhere, right? So you need to have a trusted contact that understands and is aware that there's cryptocurrency assets behind here because you know what, what may be worthless today could be worth millions of dollars in the future. And so he does this for his own security so that if his phone gets hacked or it gets stolen, or it gets you know held like he's held up at gunpoint in Chicago, like he knows that there's, those assets are not traceable on his phone, and so here's someone who goes to the other extreme of making sure that there's no trace whatsoever of any cryptocurrency holdings, except perhaps with his estate planning attorney, who then has an envelope, a sealed envelope with a, a signature across the the, the label. Uh, so that he knows that it's never been opened before and all that information is inside this wallet. So he has it, but it's not so easy to get. Wow, that's really, really a great idea. We're going to take a break here in just a couple minutes, and we'll get into how people can get this PDF file. You'd be willing to share that with our GAINS audience? Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, that's a must uh, thing to have, and and I'm going to take you up on that as well and do the same thing. I have this stuff written in a million places all over, you know, depending on what crypto, what platform. Uh, Really, really smart to bring it all together. God forbid something does happen. You can also uh, save all this information, obviously, on a PDF file, uh, you know, on a a computer, or you could actually 
print it, like you mentioned, like your your client, and have a hard copy physical file you could put in a safety deposit box. I mean, there's multiple ways to, of, of storing sure. this information as well. What other types of things do you include in this uh in this file? Well, well, I don't, I do not recommend storing this information on your computer. I recommend printing out, you know, five copies or 10 copies in every single token you own, every wallet you create. You should write down in very legible ink what the seed phrase is to recover that particular wallet. And then I also have a small section uh, at the bottom for notes. Um, for example, did I um, you know, what, you know, is, is the phone on my Android phone or was it, you know, was it downloaded, you know, did I download the wallet on maybe in an older phone that's sitting in. All right, so, for example, I've been in this for maybe I met I met blockchain and cryptocurrency in 2016. Since then, I've been through three phones. And so the question is, would would any of my inheritance, would my heir say, oh, my gosh, which one of these phones has all this stuff? Right. Because the other phones have been wiped clean. So. You know, just any kind of notes you want for the person who's going to recreate this this trail for you. And again, there's 7,000 cryptocurrencies with dozens of wallets. Uh, and what, and Andy, what happens if you have not only your information and some tokens on a wallet on your phone? What happens if you have a, a, a Ledger Nano S or a Trezor device sitting in a file cabinet somewhere? Or maybe it's on a keychain or you're wearing it around your neck. Like on a da- on a data stick or something like that. You, you have uh, exactly. uh, on a you've thrown this information on a drive. And one thing I wanted to pick up really quick that you mentioned, very important. Yeah, you don't want to store this actually on your computer. No, um, when, never. You know, storing it, you know, having a, a hard copy. Can't go wrong with that. Maybe multiple hard copies in different locations. So you can recreate the wallets and all the information you need. Uh, if you wanted a more convenient digital form, we've talked about it in the past. You could store this um, information on like a jump drive or uh, uh, some kind of drive. But yeah, really important. This shouldn't be laying on your phone. Shouldn't be laying on your desktop. Yeah. Uh, explain that real quick too. Yeah, there's plenty of malware. There's plenty of bad actors out there who who write some really interesting code. As a matter of fact, I had an attorney recently contact me who had a MetaMask wallet on his phone. I'm sorry, on his on his laptop, and he logged in because he he wanted to buy he wanted to take his ether, send it, God knows who where you know where, for some cryptocurrency that he wanted to stake, and within a matter of seconds, everything was gone, because it ended up I didn't know this at first, but by my third conversation, I found out he had a, he had an old Windows Seven machine that he had his MetaMask wallet on. And so it had a piece of malware. He went and cut and pasted the address of where to send the ether. And apparently this piece of malware changed the ETH address to somewhere in Russia. <laughs> who knows who had oh it? Oh my but gosh. In, in other words, the, 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 his, his $3,000 in Ethereum never made it to the destination that he wanted to. It was irre- irreversibly gone to some bad actor. Don't, uh, don't copy block. I, I think that's no. <laughs> one thing to do as well. Like, actually, I know it's a long phrase and everything, but I mean, it's a lot of money. Just type it in. Mm-hmm. Don't copy block. Uh, you had mentioned that before to me, and I was like, wow, there's malware all the time that can do some of these things where redirect your crypto, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So um, when you think it's pretty good advice to uh, never copy block that stuff, huh? 
Well, I do. I'll be honest with you. I okay. do copy block, and I check the first four letters and the last four letters. Okay. And maybe I'm guilty of not doing more, right, because I don't always follow my own advice, uh, but I try. Uh, and, and anyhow, you know, it, all be- it also begins, Andy, with a letter. You have to write a letter to your loved ones, to your family members. It says, hey, hi, you know, hey, Andy, uh, today is February 8th, 2022, and I'm sending you this letter, and I'm writing this down to inform you that I hold digital assets. These as- assets may, or may not be worth anything, but I'm asking you to help me. Uh, you've received this letter because I can no longer do it myself, and I'm asking you to help my family recover these assets uh, at Coinbase and, uh, you know, name whatever, El Toro, Robinhood, however, however it looks. Uh, and, and these are the, the pieces of pin code and access codes and seed phrases that you're going to need to recover these assets. And it's also a letter to, your, to my, my wife or my kids saying, hey, this guy, Andy, or your trusted contact, I trust him. But don't you dare leave him alone with a laptop and you know X <laughs> number of X number of dollars of cryptocurrency because I trust him. But who knows what this stuff is worth, right? <laughs> it could be worth nothing. It could be worth six figures. It could be worth nine figures. You know, you don't really know what the future holds with this. So I trust him, but not all that. But not that much, right? And so <laughs> you need good. to keep. <laughs> you know, you need to you need to trust and verify, right? That's uh, Ronald Reagan's, uh, I think, old phrase, but. Uh, it, it is really a complicated process, and there's a certain nuance to digital assets that you are well aware of, and even people who have been in this space for a while. I mean, it's easy to take things for granted, and you don't really remember this steep learning curve that we had to go. We all have to go through with this. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we've all lost assets transferring from one place to another. Or I've heard of people um, losing on swap exchanges because they were offed are off maybe uh, a digit or typed in something wrong and then it never got to the destination. So there could be so many things that, you know, can go wrong. And that's why you have to be very careful when you deal in all of this. Hey, real quick, uh, we're going to take a commercial break on the other side. Bill's going to tell us how we can get access to this PDF uh, he'll give us uh, contact uh, information. So real quick, let's take a break. Be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option. I say it all the time, but podcast gold, totally be doing us a solid. And then as always, subscribe and turn on those not- notifications so you know when a new episode drops. We drop gains episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, we will be right back back with Bill Ulaveri and uh, he's going to give us, us that information on how to get that PDF to manage our crypto empire. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, 
the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, back with Bill Uliveri, owner of Senecal Capital Management in Glenview. The website, as always, SenecalCapital.com. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E, Capital.com. So as we were heading to break, Bill, we were talking about uh, you offered to share this PDF uh, with the Gaines listener, um, the Gaines listeners, and uh, how do the Gaines listeners go about getting this? Um, here you go. Give us the info. Sure. Yeah. Well, anybody who wants to email me at info at SenecaCapital.com, that's I-N-F-O, info at SenecaCapital.com, you know, send me an email. I'll be happy to forward the PDF to you. And But I also feel that I, I want to give a hat tip, uh, a heads up to Pamela Morgan, who wrote a very short but concise booklet called Crypto Asset Inheritance Planning. And she, I, I met her, I met Pamela probably back in 2017 or 2018. She was uh, inseparable from Andreas Antonopoulos, who's a big, uh, you know, Bitcoiner and definitely taught a uh, very, very helpful teacher, you know, wrote a book on mastering Bitcoin. And Pamela would get up on stage and she would talk about how important it is to be able to recover these assets, because even back then, you know, Ethereum was just maybe $50 a token, $75 a token. Bitcoin was in the high 500s or under 1,000, I think, at that time. And now, you know, we saw the, the, the 2021 high of 63,000 or 66,000 in, in Bitcoin. So, again, we don't know what these tokens are going to be worth in five or 10 years. And so anybody who wants to email me, I'll be happy to send you out this one-page PDF. And, again, feel free to just use it as a template. It's not an end-all, be-all, stop, you know, full stop of what kind of information you need to write down. But I think it's a good place to start. And it's a way of, again, printing these out, however many copies you need, putting them in the envelope, writing a letter to your loved one, to your family members, with the contact information of people that can help you recover and reclaim these assets. Because again, like you said, Andy, what happens if I have cryptocurrency on an old Windows 7 machine or someday a Windows 10 machine off to the side? Uh, it, might, it might not be so obvious to our loved ones that we own these tokens. And would they even know the difference between a plain old USB stick and a Ledger Nano S? Probably not. They just might throw them in the bin for donation at Goodwill without even checking it twice. So, you know, we, we want to make sure that we can leave these assets to our loved ones uh, that we leave behind. You mentioned that booklet that Pamela uh, produced. I, I'm, I'm kind of interested. What What's it called? How could we uh, find uh, that info as well? Sure. The title is Crypto Asset Inheritance Planning, a simple guide for owners. And the author is Pamela Morgan. She 
is an attorney and has been in the cryptocurrency space, you know, since day one. And again, it's maybe 100 and about 100 pages or so. And a very, very, very helpful way of organizing, writing a letter, keeping track of an inventory of all your tokens to make sure that the person who is recovering these knows that you own 300, 300 or so tokens. Like, who knows? I'm just picking a number, Andy. I don't, I don't know. But again, you have to, on one hand, be secure and safe with all this information. On the other hand, you really need to make sure that there is a legible, understandable, comprehensive plan in place that if you had a stroke, if you're injured, if you're gone, if you lose your hardware, uh, your phone gets stolen, your laptop gets stolen, or it blue screens, you can recover all this, this information. And honestly, most people that don't recover this stuff, it's, it's just because you're lazy. I'm, I'm guilty, as we all are. Uh, you know, I don't back up my phone as frequently as I should. But you know what, you know what really prompted me, Andy, I think, to really be, take this more serious? And that is this. 1987, I bought my first computer. It was a desktop, and it was a 286 computer. Okay. And with the 286 came a tape drive for a backup. This computer had a massive 80 megabyte hard drive, more than I would ever need. And the tape backup, I was never once able to recover my computer when it crashed. <laughs> and then in the 1990s, I had other hard drives, backup windows. I mean, like, like I never was able to restore my computer. It was so frustrating. You know, I paid a fortune for some other software. Maybe it was Norton Recovery Program. I, I'm not even sure what it was, but no matter what, I never was able to successfully rebuild a computer uh, in, in my life, right? And, and so the programs were different than the operating system. And it was just, it seems like every time I've done it in my 40 year use of computers, it's just, it's never gone well. So with this, I wanted to make sure that no matter what happens, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm way older than you are. And so my mortality is more uh, closer to my eyes, I think, than yours. So I'm just trying to do the right thing for my family members by, by having these, this spreadsheet, this PDF printed up and, and stored away uh, someplace safe that my, my family knows about. You know, that speaks to life in general, putting things off. Oh, well, you know, I have time. I have time. Uh, you know, I feel great mm -hmm. now. Why do I have to worry about that? When I'm getting a little older, I do. And a lot of people just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. That includes wills, uh, all kinds of planning towards the end of your life. Uh, these key sure. conversations, they keep putting it off, putting it off. But we can stop putting it off today and Amen. email mm -hmm. Bill Ulaveri, uh to get that PDF and then check out, um, maybe go out and get uh, Pamela's book that you had mentioned too. Again, wh uh, wh what's that email? Just, uh, you, know, you know, for people to get that PDF. Sure. Info at SenecaCapital.com. And listen, Andy, it's not th this this PDF file is not going to win any marketing awards. It's it's a very plain, but it's a place to start. Black and white, nothing fancy, but it's a start. Yeah, right? and that's and just you just got to get started for all this stuff. Uh, and then also one more time, what was that pa Pamela's book that you mentioned? Sure, Pamela's book is Crypto Asset Inheritance Planning by Pamela Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N. It's a wonderful book. Pamela's a wonderful person, and you can pick it up on Amazon, or 
I forgot. I, I don't remember the name of her company off the, the top of my head, uh, but I do think that she has a um, uh, you know, a company that provides this type of service. You know, again, she's a, she's an attorney. We want to make sure that there's a checklist. You know, do you have your helpers and their names and their contact information? Do you have a list of all your devices on your phone, computer, hardware, or wallets? Or what if he had a paper wallet? Would your would your would your family members know that if they went through your personal belongings and found a piece of paper with a QR code that that could hold six figures of Ethereum? Probably not, right? So we need to have people who are familiar with this stuff in our Rolodex. You know, do you have a list of all your assets? What about your exchanges that you have your tokens on? Uh, and do you have access to all? Do they have access to all the codes and PIN numbers and passwords in order to? you know, get those uh, assets for you. You know, the the thing is, uh, the person that you share this uh, information with, you may give them a little tiny primer on what they're looking at because some people have no clue. So, I mean, don't you think that uh, that might be just an, another component to this is maybe just have a real brief sit down. This is just kind of what this is about. Uh, this is what a wallet is. This is what just... Just the very basic so that if you're not around to explain anything, they at least have a general understanding. Absolutely. You know, to be able to educate your heirs, uh, a loved one or a trusted individual about what digital assets are and how there's no customer service desk generally that you can contact. And, you know, the distributed decentralized nature of some of these assets the name of the asset and even the symbol like i i've i've been confused sometimes because there's so many tokens and so many names and some of them are very similar and you know would would a family member know the difference between doge and baby doge or uh you know i'm, I'm just kind of making this up that it's hard it's difficult when you you know we take it for granted andy because we look at this stuff all day long but are those around us think it's still funny money if they think it's a ponzi scheme they don't give any weight or credence or seriousness to this cryptocurrency space right and so we just have to make sure that we educate and leave enough information to make it easy for those people that we leave behind to to do this for us yeah that's great advice and i really appreciate uh you kind of breaking this down and then also sharing that pdf with our gains audience so we're going to wrap up today we're going to bring Bill on again real soon to continue the crypto conversation, slicing and dicing this from multiple angles. But this is a real important thing to get out there. And I really encourage people, like, contact Bill, get this PDF, talk to the people who are going to handle this stuff if something happens to you. You don't, They don't have to be crypto experts, but if they at least have a very, very basic idea of what this is all about that would be very helpful uh any final parting shots here bill as we wrap up today's gains podcast well andy actually i'm really glad that we had this opportunity to talk about this today because it will refocus this conversation not only for myself and my loved ones but also for the people that receive our blockchain advisor newsletter and so i think i'm going to take this pdf and i'll include it in the next letter which is going to be coming out in maybe two or three weeks so parting shot, if you want, if, if anyone would like to text the word blockchain to 22828, 
That word is blockchain to 22828. Get on our email list. And uh, when you, that automatically takes you into our constant contact program. And you, you, you basically are subscribing yourself to our newsletter. You can opt out at any time. And, you know, I'll, I'll put that in the, in the next newsletter. But if anybody wants to reach out to me, again, at info at SenecaCapital.com, I'll be happy to share the PDF uh, via email. Always appreciate it, Bill. We'll talk again real soon. So that's going to wrap up the Gains podcast. Really good information. And like uh, we mentioned, get started now. Hey, really quick, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And then as always, subscribe, turn on those notifications so you know when a new episode drops. We are back on Thursday, and I look forward to seeing you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast, powered by Odyssey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 